The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to a special episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. No, it's not special because it's episode number 14. It's special because this is the best of Night Night. Well, actually, it's just Night Night so far. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to play some uh, Night Night episodes. And then I'll put in a little here and a little there. um, And tell you what Night Night's all about. Well, of course, it's obvious what Night Night's all about. It's a spoof of Batman. Uh, in the first episode of uh, the Mr. Nelson show, I uh, gave a little introduction to this Night Night thing. And I explained that um, um, when me and my brother were little kids, we would do these audio drama like old time radio uh, stories, uh, uh, spoofs of uh, Batman on cassette tape. And those tapes survived to this day, or rather, I guess they maybe they don't as much because uh, fortunately my brother uh, transferred them all to uh, CD. So uh, so all those stories uh, survived. And so I've been going through them and uh, basing the uh, Night Night episodes on those. Uh, rewriting them, adding this and adding more and all that. And I've been doing it uh, more or less in chronological order. And so that, as far as I could tell, the first story we did uh, was one where Batman uh, had to fight his nemesis, uh, Mr. Freeze. And so for Night Night, I just changed the name to The Freezer. <laughs> uh, which I think was based on a uh, Saturday morning cartoon show that we had seen that day, or, the, or, well, maybe not the exact day, but anyway, and decided to do a spoof of it on cassette tape, and then uh, just kept doing it. So anyway, uh, here's Night Night versus The Freezer. One night in the old abandoned warehouse district lies the secret lair of that coldest of cold-hearted criminals, The Freezer. Boom, Finbear. I shall have my revenge upon my hated foe, Night Night, when I detonate my liquid nitrogen bombs all over his precious cityopolis. Uh, hey boss, what if we just threaten to freeze the city, and thereby drawing Night Night out so you can uh, get your revenge on him personally, and then we could blackmail the city and get some money on the deal? Don't be an idiot, Finway. Wait. I know. I'll send a threat to the commissioner's office and have him deliver it to Night Night, thereby drawing him out into my icy trap. And then I'll ransom the city for the money. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea, boss. Well, yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, soon I shall have my revenge. <laughs>
the next day at the lavish penthouse apartment home of Lyle Richmond and his half-brother, Dick Sprung, who are secretly those masked marvels, Night Night and Boobo. Hey, Lyle, just got word from the commissioner. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Damn it, Dick. Don't sneak up on me like that, you idiot. <laughs> he pooted. <laughs> Shut up, you moron. Uh, what did you say about the commissioner? Oh, yeah. Seems the freezer's back in town. With a new freeze ray, or uh, some kind of ice bomb or something. Is it a freeze ray or an ice bomb? Well, maybe it's an ice bomb and a freeze ray, or an ice bomb or a freeze ray. Ah, shut up, Dick, you babbling idiot. We must race down to the night's lair and shed our everyday disguises to become Night Night and... Oh, boy! And soon our masked Avengers are off in their amazing night cruiser on their way to City Hall and the police commissioner's office. Ah! Hey, why don't you watch where you're going, freak? Ungrateful bastard. This city doesn't appreciate the sacrifices I've made. What the hell's the matter with you, Bobo? I got my cape stuck in the door. <laughs> Damn it, Bobo. Can't take you anywhere. Come on, stupid, let's go. <laughs> he tore it. <laughs> Greetings, Commissioner. <sighs> Damn it, Night Night. How many times have I told you to come in through the back way? I don't want people to see you coming in here. <sighs> I grow weary of this constant, arrogant air of disrespect. How the hell am I supposed to respect a man covered head to toe in pantyhose? <laughs> it's true, Night Night. Shut <laughs> up, Boobo. You're wearing the same outfit, dumbass. Uh, mine's orange. All right, shut up. God damn. Look, this morning we received a, an email with a video attachment that had a very specific threat for you, Night Night. Very well. Let's see this threatening threat. Oh, Night Night. Did you think... The freezer would forget? Did you think the freezer would forgive? No. Unless you agree to meet me tonight at midnight on the corner of Finger and Kane, I will freeze to death a neighborhood of my choosing. Be there or be square. No, wait. Be there if you dare. Then we go with that one. Okay, boss. That's it, Commissioner. If there's one line that can never be crossed with me, in my personal, or private, or whatever life, is the desecration of my name, nay, my title of Magnet. I cannot withstand being called Magnet. So does any of that stuff about him freezing to death a bunch of neighborhoods of his choosing, that, that doesn't... Come on, Bilbo! No, okay. Good night, Never mind. We haven't a moment to lose! Oh, boy! See you later, girls. I'll be here. And soon, our masked marvels are off in their amazing night cruiser, zooming through the streets of Cityopolis on their way to Club Night. For you see, Night Night is in reality Lyle Richmond, the owner of an international chain of nightclubs known as Club Night. This particular Club Night is run and managed by Lyle Richmond's personal aide and assistant, Smitley Johnson. Oh, man, why you idiots coming in here through the front door dressed like that? People are going to put two and two together, you know what I'm saying? Well, Smetley, if the dumpster outside was left in its proper place and not blocking the entrance to the secret entrance to my secret lair, well, then I wouldn't have had to come in through the front door. 
Damn it, why didn't you just go to the entrance of the secret lair under Richmond Tower? Well, because this one was closer, and I, uh... Uh... And I, uh... I need to take a shit. Oh, man! Hey, look, when nature calls, even Night Night must answer. <laughs> when nature calls, duty calls! <laughs> Shut up, Bobo! Oh, man, when is this crazy shit gonna end? I don't want it to ever end! Playing Night Night and Bubo's fun! I thought y'all were gonna be chasing Frosted Snowman or some shit. Nah, it's the Freezer. He's calling us out for a duel. What do you mean? Well, it's getting close to midnight and we're supposed to meet up with him so he can have his final revenge, but Night Night's gonna whoop his ass. What is this supposed to happen? I don't know, some road, cane and finger or something? <laughs> finger. Wait, corner cane and finger? Well, yeah. Well, shit, that's the address of Club Night. I'll go in there. Whoa, what the hell? Citizens of Cineopolis and patrons of Club Night, remain in your seats and do not interfere. This is a personal matter between me and Night Night. Freezer. How in the world were you able to track me down here? Your night cruiser was parked out in the parking lot. In a handicapped spot, I might add. Hey, wait a minute. We need a do-over. I mean, Night-Night was stuck in the bathroom. Shut up, boo Time's up, Night-Night. Now you are in the crosshairs of my freeze ray. Yeah, I was right the first time. It's a freeze ray. That's hey, right. boss, we better hurry this up. The cops will come. Prepare for the icy grip. Of death, Night-Night. But Night-Night is like a savage animal when cornered. He panics and grabs for his most deadly weapon, the Night Grenade, and tosses it. And as luck would have it, it lands right in the barrel of Freezer's Freeze Ray Gun. What? No, no. The resulting explosion of Night-Night's grenade ignites the strange freezing properties of the Freezer's miraculous freeze gun, and it backfires, encasing him, his partner Finway, and, unexpectedly, Mbubo, in solid blocks of ice. Oh man, the club's gonna be closed for weeks, look at all this damage. Ah shit man, you weren't supposed to bring this shit here. Don't ruin my victory, Smedley, after all, it's my club. Once again, the Night Night Raid Supreme. Better call up the cops and have them put Freezer back on ice. <laughs> what about Bubo? Look, he's stuck in ice too. Oh, shit. Well, Smedley better close up early and break out the blow dryers. We've got a lot of thawing out to do. And thus ends another amazing adventure of Night Night. Tune in next time for another exciting episode. Same Night Night MP3, same Night Night Podcast. This has been a Nails In production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. 
All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Yes, that theme song is performed by my cousin Alistair and his wife Heather. It's a tune I had in my head, and I kind of hummed it to him, and then uh, he put it together. And he did several versions of it, and uh, for which I am eternally grateful. Yes. So, I couldn't have much of a show without a theme song. So, uh, there you go, the night-night theme song. Uh, so, after the freezer, the next story was a uh, character uh, called Bullfrog. <laughs> uh, this was based on a spoof we did. Uh, of Batman versus a guy named Frogman, which was based on a, uh, I believe, a coloring book we had. It had a lot of uh, little crude writings and stuff that naughty kids do uh, in the uh, coloring book, and uh, I guess that was sort of the makeshift script <laughs> for it. So I listened to that one, and I came up with this idea for uh, for Night Night, and so I just changed uh, Frogman into uh, the Bullfrog. So, here we go. Night Night versus Bullfrog. And now, it's time for City City News. Starring your co-wakers, Wiener Wanker and Sally Sue. Buddy with sports. And Sparky with the weather. And now, here's Wiener. Good evening. I'm Wanir Wanker. Sally is on assignment. Our top story tonight, the outlandish robbery at the Atlantis Water Park this morning. The water park had been the scene for a benefit show put on for the benefit of children suffering from the terrible disease of butt rot. Suddenly, the philanthropic crowd was assaulted by what appeared to be a plague of frogs. Frogs that, strangely enough, seemed to be interested in people's wallets and jewelry. A few minutes into the whole panic scene... The costume villain known as Bullfrog appeared. Once he called to his henchmen that he referred to as his tadpoles, <laughs> everyone knew tadpoles. this. Oh, no, Sadly, oh, not man, one cent of the four hundred thousand dollars raised at the event would be able to on their money to help them for their treatments and stuff. Yes, but even more outrageous than that, Smedley, is the simple fact that the commissioner failed to inform me that Bullfrog was once again on the move in City Apples. Come on, Dick. It's time for Night Night and Boobo to once again prowl the streets. Oh, boy! and Dick Sprung change into their colorful alter egos of Night Night and Boobo, leave the comfortable confines of the back room of Club Night, and roar out the secret headquarter door of the Night's Lair in their amazing night cruiser on the way through the traffic of Cineopolis to City Hall, where they find the office of Police Commissioner Charles Redwood. Well, here I am, Commissioner. Yeah, there you are. Don't you think you owe me an apology? For what? For not telling me that Bullfrog was back in action. Well, now you know, so there you go. All the suffering, all the victimization of victims by Bullfrog is on your head, Commissioner, because you sat here on your lazy ass and did nothing. Oh, shut up. I'm sick of your crap. 
as I am sick of your avoidance of justice. You don't know what justice is, you costume pantyhose prick. <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop the fighting. <laughs> My tummy hurts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shut up. Wait outside, you're embarrassing me. Uh, I want to be here, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Damn you. All right, what do you want, what do you want? I want in on the case of Bullfrog, obviously. Yeah, well, you know the details from the news, obviously. That's pretty much all we know. He's hitting the usual spots that he does, so we're staking out potential sites that he'll probably strike next. Yes. Due to his amphibious style, it's obvious that he will hit some sort of aquatic establishment. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like he always does. I suspect the city Cityopolis boat races will be an obvious target. Yeah, that's uh, actually pretty good. It's one of the sites we're checking out. Yes, it is pretty good. Almost too good. Too obvious. What do you mean? He wants us to go there so that he can strike somewhere else. Somewhere unexpected. But it's hard to tell where on this map you've got here on the wall. I can't make heads or tails out of any of this. Because it's not a map, it's a painting. Yes, yes, of course. But this here, this little card... Eh, oh, that's just some old business card I got from the bar out of town. Some place called Swampies. Swampies? Of course. What? This is the possible next target. That's ten miles out of the city limits. It's, you know, way out there in Townville. Yes, beyond your jurisdiction, but not beyond the reach of Night Night. I don't think he's going there, Night Night. Best he could get is about 500 bucks on a good night. It's a piece of crap dump. That's the problem with you, Mr. Small-minded, unable to see events beyond your understanding. For the night, I prepare for all contingencies. Let's go, Bobo! To the night, Meanwhile, across town, at the docks, near its abandoned warehouse district in one of its many abandoned warehouses, we find the secret headquarters of the Bullfrog Gang. Alright, everybody get ready, because our next dog is going to be... Zityopolis Boris. But boss, we done seen they got plain clothes officers out there staking it out just waiting for us. It's like an airboard. So what? All you gotta do is just kill all them officers and then we rob them. Oh yeah. Two hours later. Outside Cityopolis in the small town of Townville, just outside the small little rundown honky tonk bar of Swappies, the night cruiser sits, awaiting for a bullfrog gang attack that will surely never arrive. <laughs> Sitting around in parking lots like this and that of Walmart really challenges one's faith in America. <laughs> oh no! What's the hell's the matter with you? I ran out of charge. I can't listen to any songs on my phone now. This is boring. <laughs> uh, shh, just turn on the radio. And again, if you're just joining us, there appears to be some sort of strange calamity taking place at the Cityopolis boat races. Reports of shots fired and a plague of frogs. We've no word of injuries or deaths as of yet, but... Great gobs of frog poo! That's gotta be the Bullfrog's gang, Night-Night. Looks like the Commissioner must have been right after all. <laughs> no! I've managed to successfully draw him out. Now capturing him will be all too easy. What? That's hundreds of miles away. How are we gonna get there in time? 
Relax, Bobo. It's a simple matter of contacting Smedley and having him send the night boat our way by remote control. By traveling by sea, we'll be able to cut off Bullfrog faster than we would traveling on road. Come on, come on. Uh, hey, Smedley, look, it's night night on the phone right, right now really? because I'm probably taking this shit and I'm banging some sweet ass. So what you need oh, to do shit. is leave a message and on the voicemail and I'll, uh, I'll get back to you when I can. Damn, damn. What are we gonna do? Wait. There's a boat attached to that pickup truck. Quickly. We'll attach it to the night cruiser and drive to the coast. Yeah, but isn't that like stealing? It's official night-night business, Bubo. We can't let petty little things like property get in the way of the pursuit of justice. And at the scene of the Cityopolis boat races... Bullfrog, this is Police Commissioner Charles Wetman. You are completely surrounded by police forces. Put your hands in the air and surrender. All right, boys, release the small game. And those fiendish tadpoles do exactly what Bullfrog ordered. They release the swamp gas. keeping it from our direction. All right, boys, grab the cash box. <laughs> Let's make it rain. <laughs> you idiots. We'll throw all the money away, put it in the box, and stick it in the bag. Oh, no, boss. Become Night-Night and Boo-Bo. Then suddenly Night-Night and Boo-Bo arrive in their boat, smashing through all the other boats nearby, which just so happens had some of the commissioner's men hiding out. But... Now they're all in the water, and the sudden gust and wave has pushed the gas towards Commissioner's men. <laughs> but, as luck would have it, or rather, circumstance, sparks caused by Night Night's boat crash ignite the methane in the air due to Bullfrog's swamp gas bombs. And suddenly, the smelliest explosion in the history of explosions erupts. penthouse apartment of Lyle Richmond, who is, in reality, night-night. God damn! What is that smell? I'm afraid you're going to have to use some extra bleach in washing our night-night suits this time, Smedley. I'm afraid we were greatly saturated with swamp gas. Phew, I done had six showers and I still smell like a frog's ass. Oh, man. You mean you were there when that big explosion happened? Yes. Although, I'll allow the press to continue to believe it was all some sort of accident caused by Bullfrog. I knew all along that I could bring his holy reign of terror to an end. With his type of hot air, it was only a matter of time that an explosion would blow off in his face. Yeah, but you destroyed the entire marina and four blocks of city. Yes, Smedley, it is often sad but true that necessary evils are used to combat evil. And on that note of philosophical brilliance, we conclude yet another adventure of Night Night!
I tend to enjoy making fun of news media, and that becomes a running gag throughout this Night Night series, and there's more of that to come, believe you me. Uh, so there's some of that in this episode. Uh, and uh, in this next episode, which is actually called Night Night versus the Media, was not based on any of the uh, cassette tape stories. Uh, this was a, a, a comic, uh, short comic book type story I did. Uh, but instead of Night Night, it was called uh, Bug Man, <laughs> which is one of the many names I've used for my Batman spoofs before I finally settled on Night Night. And uh, I may have to go back to it because apparently there's another comic book character out there called Night Night. <laughs> Uh, so, in case I have to change it, I, yeah, suddenly he'll be Bugman. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so this one was a story where uh, he has to do an interview with a a, a, a news lady. Uh, and she's called Nikki Nail in the uh, Night Night story. But uh, from the Batman comics, if you're familiar with any of that, or, or even one of the movies... Uh, uh, there was a character called Vicky Vale who was a photojournalist, and she was one of the regular, you know, on again, off again girlfriends for Bruce Wayne and uh, Batman and all that. So, uh, oh yeah, 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 that was uh, the character Kim Basinger played in the uh, original uh, Batman movie with uh, Michael Keaton. You know, so um, so anyway, that's who this is in this story. It also uh, mentions there's a, uh, a a tabloid magazine which is the uh, uh, news entity that she works for uh, called Capes Confidential because I was figuring that in the in a world where there's superheroes everywhere, uh, the interest in movie stars and athletes and stuff would, would kind of wane and so there would actually be a tabloid covering the scandalous lives and rumors of uh, superheroes and so uh, that's what Capes Confidential is about. So anyway, uh, that introduces all that concept and stuff in this particular episode. And these things will reoccur in later episodes of Night Night. So stay tuned. Anyway, here's Night Night versus the media. Our story begins in the office of Cityopolis Police Commissioner Charles Wetwin. When suddenly, Night Night barges in, slamming a newspaper upon Wetwin's desk. Commissioner, I demand an explanation for this outrageous outrage. The media has long been a thorn in the side of my righteous cause. But now, they're claiming your department as a source for this smear campaign. Yeah, I know all about that article. I mean, how could I not? The police department source mentioned there was mostly me. Unbelievably beyond belief. It's a sad commentary on society when the city's top lawman engages in petty, backstabbing, mudslinging. Not not. Hi, I'm Nikki Neal from Capes Confidential. Commissioner, I would like to do an in-depth interview with you concerning your department's relationship with superheroes. Can't. Too busy. But hey, you're in luck. Because here's a super underwear freak right here for you to waste time on. What an excellent idea. What do you say, Night Night? Care to have me tag along with you today in order to get your side of the story? So, Wetman, you have reduced me to babysitting a cheap tabloid report. Well, fine. But as a champion of truth and justice... I will indeed give her my story. A story that will be totally, truthfully true in totality. Wait, what did he mean by that? He wouldn't dare reveal that the only reason I work with him is because he has a video of my infidelity. Uh, I, I never thought my fate would be in the hands of a man dressed head to toe. Patty Alice.
street in the amazing Night Cruiser. Tell me, Night Night, what drives a man to become a costume vigilante despite the danger, the hardship, the ridicule? <sighs> of course, the pursuit of justice should be reason enough. But in truth, for me, it all began when I lost my beloved wife to the cruel touches of crime. Oh. Oh, oh my God. I, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> She's not dead. She just left him for a convicted felon because the convict was better in the set. <laughs> Shut up, boo She was talking to me, not you, goddammit. If I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. Later, in a seedy part of town, the night cruiser parks on a shadowy street. I hope we're not boring you, Miss Nell. You see, crime fighting isn't all about adventure. Sometimes it's spending hours taking out crime-infested neighborhoods like this. But your night cruiser's a dead giveaway. No one will commit crimes in front of you. <laughs> That's the beauty of my plan. My mere presence will strike fear into the hearts of evildoers, and thus, no crime will ever take place. Suddenly, the cruiser is accosted by a couple of armed thugs. Get your fat asses out of that car before I turn your asses into ground beef. What do we do, Night Night? Whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, get out, get out, get out. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. The bitch stays. Oh my god, Night Night, do something. You. You do this, and you'll be sorry. Oh, bad, that's what you said the last time, fool. Later, our masked marbles are left on foot as they try to recover from this terrible blow from the forces of evil. Great highway robbery night night, we've been gorging. Don't worry, the car's insured. Sadly, in my war on crime, sacrifices must be made. So I will nobly give up my vehicle so that the vehicles of others can be saved. And Miss Neal was even more noble, huh? <laughs> Why do you gotta bring that up? Damn it, Bubo! My war on crime is just that, a war. In every war, collateral damage is a given. You're just making excuses. You insulting, insolent, idiotic idiot. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, Night Nad and Butthole. Here's your Nightmobile bag. It's me. But how? Simple. I maced them, and then I kicked them out. Turns out their guns were only toys. Uh, well... It is fortunate that my example as a costume vigilante led you to the wise decision of taking matters into your own hands. <sighs> Blow it up your penny-wasted ass! It's only dumb luck that I wasn't killed, or worse! And you had the nerve to try to spin this debacle? You were dangerously incompetent, and I'll spare no details in Capes Confidential so that our readers will conclude that the two of you belong locked up in a rubber room! I'm sorry you feel that way, Miss Nail. But perhaps I can change your mind... With this, a healthy dose of my nighty-night amnesia gas. What? <coughs> I... I didn't remember anything. Relax, Miss Nail. You were kidnapped, but we rescued you. We had to make sure you were okay, so, well, the thuggest thugs got away. Oh, God. I... I'm sorry I got in the way. Don't blame yourself, Miss Nail. Your safety is all that matters. Oh, night-night. How can I ever thank you? Well, a decent write-up in Cape's Confidential might help. Perhaps we could discuss this over dinner tonight. Oh, well, okay. I hope you were paying attention to that, because that is how you deal with women. Yeah, you lie to them, and if that don't work, drug them.
Thus ends another amazing adventure of Night Night. <laughs> oh, that Night Night. What a ladies' man, huh? Well, let's take a break. When we come back with some more Night Night after these very special and important messages. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. Not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, 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 oh my, oh. Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, oh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. Warning, butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell menacingly. Well, hello there. Do you like scary movies, but you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And you can get this classic. Frankenstein, yes. Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man. But his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous flashlight beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with mean thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. We interrupt this program to bring you this special Nelson News Bulletin. Man in Santa suit stabs bus rider. Lakewood police are searching for a man who was dressed like Santa Claus when he allegedly stabbed another man on an RTD bus early Thursday morning. The 33-year-old victim was taken to a local hospital with serious injuries. He's expected to make it, said Steve Davis, a Lakewood police spokesman. The suspect's description left little to the imagination. He was wearing a Santa Claus outfit from head to toe. He may have been wearing blue jeans under the outfit, David said. The suspect was also described as a white man in his mid-thirties who had dark hair. We're trying to figure out what the reason for the stabbing was. I haven't heard anything about what provoked the stabbing. David said Lakewood police would like to get the dangerous man off the streets. He said there are a lot of reasons to believe he can be quickly identified. The suspect must have left some kind of Christmas party or event. He got on bus number 6157X, headed to Route 51 to Bear Valley on southbound Sheridan Boulevard. 
Somebody's got to know who this is. The bus driver and passengers in the rear of the bus witnessed an argument break out between the costume man and the victim. The argument turned into a physical altercation. At 1.10 a.m., near the intersection near Florida Avenue, the man in red pulled out a knife from under his costume and stabbed the victim. I'm sure it was a frightening moment for anyone else on the bus who had to witness that. The man dressed as Santa got off the bus at Sheridan in Florida and took off running on foot. I guess the reindeer were nowhere to be found. Detectives are investigating whether this RTD bus had a camber that captured the assault. You'd think they'd know that by now. Uh, police will also be checking possible evidence, including fingerprints on bus tickets or money. Looks like this Santa was naughty and not nice. Unless, of course, he's given up leaving lumps of coal and decided to treat those who were naughty on the list with some stabbing. Anyway, that's the news, and now back to your regularly scheduled program. And so that's why I'm lucky to be alive today. So, anyway, this uh, next uh, Night Night episode was uh, based on a Batman spoof that me and my brother did. Uh, in which Batman and Robin had to uh, fight the Riddler. So instead of the Riddler, I came up with a character called the Fooler. <laughs> so he's a guy who dresses up like a uh, court jester and uh, pulls gags and stuff and fools people. Interestingly enough, when Joe Conti heard this story, he said, you know, the Fooler reminds me of uh, John Kinsel. And uh, yeah, I think he's got a point there. Uh, you'll see why when you hear the story, if you haven't heard it already. Another thing about this particular story is that it introduces a character called the Flying Pig. And uh, she was largely kind of the uh, Catwoman of the series of for Night Night. And, uh, but a lot of times she's seen as being uh, the main squeeze or girlfriend for his main arch nemesis, the Pink Elephant, who's sort of the, the stand-in for the Joker in this story. However, uh, kind of established in the storyline here that uh, the Flying Pig's a lesbian. <laughs> and, uh, of course, her... Uh, girlfriend is a woman called Maiden Mud, <laughs> who is sort of a female version of uh, Clayface from the uh, Batman series, which is a, a guy who could assume the appearance of other people and all that. Uh, and uh, in this story, uh, much to his uh, uh, aching heart, uh, Night Night discovers that indeed the flying pig is a lesbian, and so his uh, romantic feelings toward her are all for naught. Uh, but don't let that stop him. <laughs> anyway, this is what this episode sort of set that up for the big, long-winded uh, romantic saga between uh, Night Night and the Flying Pig in the later episodes of uh, Night Night, which I won't be able to fit into this best of because it's just too damn long. But uh, I'll get to that in a bit. Anyway, here's uh, Night Night versus The Fooler. Tonight, we find Commissioner Whitman in his office with our two spandex-clad heroes, Night-Night and Boobo. Well, things were quiet on the costume freak element since the Pink Elephant Gang was locked up. But now the Fooler and his gang are back in town. The court jester of criminal tomfoolery. What is that fiend up to this time? Bank robbery. Seems he managed to fool banks into loading cash into his van that was disguised as a legitimate armored delivery vehicle. Thanks to his compulsion to reveal himself, we know it was him as he left these recorded messages to the banks. We believe his gang has two new members. Maiden Mud, the mistress of disguise, and Pink Elephant's gal pal, 
The Flying Pig. The Flying Pig! Yeah, with Elephant locked up, she must have hooked up with the Fooler. She doesn't belong with those criminal scum. I know somewhere inside her dwells a wholesome woman of American housewife material. Why, she's really just a sweet, innocent flower. A flower that was rudely plucked and corrupted by that asshole, the pink elephant. Why, it seems like only yesterday when I first met her. Hey, Night Night, allow me to introduce you to my latest honey, the Flying Bee. Howdy, Night Night. Say, do my womanly charms excite you, Nighty Night? Not a chance, lady. Hmm. Your tights betray you, Mr. Superhero. <laughs> yes, there was no denying the instant deep passion I felt for her. It was truly love at first sight. Ah, damn it! Your boner's showing, Night Night. <laughs> Night Night's bitching a Let this go. Fooler gang, go get him. Yeah, you're standing there daydreaming and popping a rod is making me look bad. Shut up, Bubo. In order to make you look good, I'd have to be a brain dead vegetable laying in my own poo. And soon the night cruiser can be seen stalking the streets of Cityopolis in search of its criminal prey. So what's the game plan, Night Night? It's simple, Bobo. Since the fooler is using his van disguised as an armored vehicle, we will simply attack every armored vehicle we see. Huh. But what if we hit the wrong one? We could do a lot of damage and maybe even hurt innocent people. Unnecessary evil in our righteous cause. Oh, yeah. And so our masked marbles use the mighty night cruiser to ram armored vehicles wherever they find them. Man, this is the fourth fan and still no fooler. It wasn't this hard to track him down last time. That's because I was able to tag his van with a night trekking star. Wait a minute. I never got that trekking star back. It might still be in his van. If so, we need only turn the tracker on. Meanwhile, across town in an old abandoned warehouse, we find the Fooler with the flying pig and maiden mud tied up and hanging from a meat hook while the rest of the gang looks on. You'll never get away with this, Fooler! I've already gotten away with it, bitch! Damn you, Fooler! Fooler! We only helped you on these bank jobs so you'd help me bust out the pink elephant when he's transferred to court next week. Well, I fooled you. Hey, boss, one of our lookouts spotted the night cruiser out in the back parking lot. What? Damn it! Get the snipers on it. We might get to send night night to nighty night land for good. Come on, mud. We gotta get loose before they come back. Sorry, Pig, but Fuller hit me with super blow dryers, and without moisture, my mud-like skin is almost like rock. I can barely move. If only there was a way for me to get you wet. Uh, well? Suddenly, a large window near our femme fatales is smashed through by our masked marvels, Night Night and Boobo. Well, 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 Miss Flying Pig. It seems your nefarious deeds have now come back 
to bite you on your sweet, sweet pink ass. But fear not. I shall soon release your writhing bulbous bodies from this dire bondage. Not so fast, Nightmare! Great tomfoolery! It's the master of the clever ruse! Yes, Bruno. I'd know that sinister laugh anywhere. It's our old arch enema, the fooler! That's enemy, stupid! I ain't going nowhere near your ass! So, next fooler, I expect you'll strip these ladies nakedly nude, oil them up, and then break out the whips and paddles and spank their asses throbbing red. Uh, no, but, but you know, now that you mention it, that's not such a bad idea, except I'm more partial to whipped cream and than oil, but, uh, you know, whatever. You, you polluter of purity, be there no end to your perversions. My perversions? All that crap was your idea. But enough of this palaver. Boys, kick his ass! And soon, Night Knight and Bubo are engaged in brutal hand-to-hand combat. Unfortunately, most of the brutality is on them. Sadly, our heroes are only able to strike back at their foes with their faces, guts, and butts. Which, of course, results in their total defeat. Now they are bound and at their enemy's mercy. But again, sadly, their enemies have no mercy. Well, looks like you shit in your nest this time, night-night. This looks like the end, my darling. But at least we'll die in each other's arms. Well, that's, um... That's just the Meadows Muffin. Balls, we want to hurry this up. The tights you make us wear are making our balls itchy, and we need to go air them out. <laughs> Enough of this shit! Suddenly, the flying pig breaks free and attacks Fuller's gang. Whoa, shit, whoa, whoa. I thought I told you idiots to hog tie that bitch! Boo, go your balls! Oh, <laughs> Going. Get your asses back over here. <laughs> Help me. Sorry, boss. Yeah, taking on night nut and butthole is one thing, but the flying pig? Shit. Yeah, you ain't paying us enough for that kind of pain. <sighs> well, fooler, it seems your machinations have only served to make a fool love you. Oh, my balls. Phew. Boy, Night-Night, that was a close one. We sure got lucky. Damn it, Bubo. You could learn a thing or two about teamwork from Flying Pig and Maiden Mud. Boy, our team should be more like theirs. Are you all right? Did he hurt you? No, I'm fine. Thanks to you. Suddenly, the Flying Pig and Maiden Mud embrace and kiss each other passionately on the lips. While a shocked Night Night and Bubo look on. Uh, I don't think we should be their kind of team, Night Night. Shut up, Bubo! (laughs) (laughs) And thus ends another adventure of Night Night. But it ended in heartbreak. Is there hope for Night Night's happiness? Probably not, but that's his problem. 
Tune in next time for another adventure of Night Night. Oh no, poor Night Night. Will he ever find true love? Yeah, so this story set up the whole deal that was to come, which was a, uh, I forget how many parts it was now. Was it four or three? of uh, <laughs> Night Night and the Flying Pig and trying to find out Night Night's secret identity and so on and so forth. Uh, that whole story was based on an early <laughs> cassette story of uh, Batman and Catwoman. And basically in the Batman and Catwoman story was uh, uh, Catwoman was pregnant with the Joker's baby <laughs> and so she seduced uh, <laughs> uh, Batman into thinking that uh, he was the father and uh, that's how that went. <laughs> uh, I believe the story was called Who the Baby Daddy? <laughs> anyway, uh, instead of doing that, I went into this story, which I later, which I actually earlier had done in a self-published comic book series that I wrote and drew called Wonderware, which was set up to be like this soap opera of superheroes, and that was one of the stories in it. And the whole plot was to try to figure out who Night Night was and... Uh, uh, flying pig seduces him and and then she ends up being with him because uh, she's betrayed by Maiden Mud and Flying I mean uh, Maiden Mud and uh, Pink Elephant and all that stuff uh, Pink Elephant was later introduced before this one in a story that was a two-parter where Batman and uh, Bubo supposedly died I mean Batman Night Night and Bubo <laughs> supposedly <laughs> died and then they came back from the dead they were uh, you know it was all a misunderstanding uh, but I don't have room to put that one in either, and uh, so these was the, the the best of had to be uh, one shot stories. <laughs> so what I'll end this with is uh, for part of that uh, comic book series, I did some audio stories based on that one, which included other characters, not just night night characters. And uh, one of the stories was this uh, flying pig story, and I used other people's voices uh, to play the other parts. And uh, in one version, I had a friend of mine. Uh, I went to uh, art school with and uh, in college, and I wanted her to be the voice for it. Uh, but she lives in Baltimore, Maryland now, and she didn't quite have the uh, microphone for it. She did tape the lines, and I tried to fit it in, but it just didn't quite match up, and I couldn't get it to work. So uh, I used some of her work in it, but not much, and I ended up having to use, once again, uh, my cousin's wife, Heather, <laughs> to play the parts, and that turned out well. But in the newer versions, I decided to just keep it and rewrite it, and just I used uh, special effects to make my voice sound uh, more effeminate, and I played the part. <laughs> and I don't know how well that worked out, but you you get the point. Anyway, uh, so when I did this night night podcast on Podomatic, I did play a version of the uh, the earlier version of the uh, Flying Pig episode, it's, it's the first one anyway. And uh, with uh, uh, my friend Sandra's uh, voice work in it. And so I decided to play that one here again. So that's that first episode of the whole Night Night and uh, Flying Pig story. But it's with uh, Sandra doing uh, Flying Pig's voice. So that'll be in here. And uh, I'll close out the show after that. Uh, so do enjoy. Oh, yeah. And this uh, episode is called Night Night and a Pig. In a poke. Now we find ourselves in the private pad of the pink elephant, which is somewhere in an undisclosed location. What's wrong, sweetness? You seem all ill at ease and quiet like. 
It's this scheme you've got against Night Night. I, I don't think I can do it. Well, why the hell not? He dried my ass in some skull and chemical shit that melted this fucking elephant man to my feet. Yeah, but, like, that's all in the past. You know what else is in the past? You and Tomcat Tom making the beast with two backs, see? Got the event captured here on a glorious glossy 8x10. You bastard! Yeah, I'd hate to see the look on Maiden Mud's face if she ever saw this. I mean, shit. She'd be all pissed if not somewhat confused. So tell you what. Let's just avoid that whole nastiness, and you help me unmask Night Night, huh? Come on, girl. Alright, alright, goddammit! Well, I wonder what Commissioner Whelan wants now. Oh, I'm sure it's just another case of SOS. Huh? Same old shit. And in Wet One's office. So, Commissioner. You found a series of robberies where the victims are left in a state of severe hallucinatory psychosis. Sounds like the work of my old arch enemy, the pink elephant. Yeah, another costume freak obsessed with fighting you. So in a way, this is your mess. So clean it up. <sighs> These freaks are supervillains, and since I am a superhero... I am the expert in dealing with these extraordinary criminals. I mean, <laughs> it's not my fault you're just a dumb, boring cop. Dumb cop? And you listen to me, you asshole. I've got two bullets in me because I was out fighting real crooks, not freaks with a tight fetish. Two bullets, huh? I bet you think those are badges of honor, when in fact they're evidence of what a clumsy, sorry-ass cop you are. Well, you're only half right, Night-Night. Commissioner Wet One is sorry-assed. Not for getting shot in the line of duty, but for agreeing to tolerate and work with a freakish psycho retard like you. Ah, uh, District Attorney Felicity Style. I suppose I have you to thank for poisoning the police against me. Yeah, me and millions in property damage due to wayward night grenades, night missiles, night gas, and night throwing stars. Enough. My war on crime is just that. Or, And in every war, collateral damage is a given. Get in my way. And a certain DVD of you and Wet One poking the whiskers goes to his wife in the press. You goddamn lard-ass son of a bitch! Felicity, please, my marriage, our careers... Night-night, you have a job to do. You're right, Wet One, for once. Come on, Ubo, for the night cruiser. But Night-night, ain't like holding secret info over somebody a crime? Sadly, Bubo. Blackmail is a necessary evil in my holy crusade, thanks to this city's lack of enlightened vision. Blackmail? Uh, I don't get it. What do black men have to do with it? Shut up, Bubo. Leave the thinking to me. Later, our heroes arrive at the scene of one of the mysterious crimes. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. The hallucinations have returned. I'm, I'm going mad. <laughs> Relax, sir. I assure you, Bubo and I are all too real. Now tell us, what happened here? Oh, well, I was just minding the store when this pink smoke bomb came through the window. Then the world seemed to go nuts. The walls melted, and, and my face imploded, went down my throat. And came out of my ass. Ah. Well, that's just horrible. So, 
Did you see a suspect? Like, say, a man in an elephant mask? No. But, I mean, I can't be sure, but I think a pink woman came in and made me open the safe. Wait! Did you say a pink woman? Did, did she have pig ears and a, and a curly tail? Sure she did, nighty-night. My god. It's her. Right here. Right now. In all her pink-ass glory. The, that voice? Good lord, it's her. She's the pink bitch that robbed me. It's the princess of pigskin pinkness. Catch me if you can, big boy. Aha. Tagged her sweet ass with my night tracer. Fitting that those glorious glutes, long the objects of my deepest desires, should land her into my clutches. And soon, the masked marvels are in hot pursuit of the pink-clad femme fatale. Gee, Night Knight, why didn't you use the night gun or a night grenade on her like you usually do? Because, Bubo, you don't vandalize a masterpiece of womanly womanness. Would I shoot a hole through the Mona Lisa or blow up the Sistine Chapel? No, I think not. Huh? What the hell do paintings have to do with the flying pig? I forgot that I'm talking to an idiot. Clearly you will never understand the beauty and the mystery of women. Women? Oh, wait a minute. You're still thinking you can get some? Boy, and you call me an idiot. Damn it. Must I suffer the moronic mockery of Booba? Just because it's all true. Uh, no, wait. I mean, uh, just shut up, Bubo. What? I didn't say nothing. Later, in the back lot of some run-down, crappy old abandoned building. Careful, Bubo. The flying pig is as dangerous as she is delicious. As sinister as she is sexy. As evil as she is erotic. Uh, you lost me after flying pig. Just shut up and follow my lead, bottle. Suddenly, with unpig-like agility, the flying pig attacks Night-Night. Ha, gotcha. Like, huh? Then, with even more unpig-like savage suddenness, flying pig kicks Squire Bubo in the ass, knocking him out of the fight. Yeah! Once again, my pink princess, our paths have crossed my Don't you see? This is destiny. Not... Destiny? Density, as in the density of your skull. I'm as sure of our fate as I am of the dawning day. Really? Well, too bad. You're not as sure of your footing. What? Whoa! Oh, the things I suffer for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, pig. Sorry that it's come to this. What? Oh, no! Oh, yes. I regret having to resort to the last resort. No villain can resist my nighty-night gas. Oh. It is my profound hope the authorities can reform you into a decent woman of housewife material. But I thought you loved me. How can you betray me like this? Oh my god. What? What have I done? Am I in truth a traitorous traitor to the one true goddess of my heart? I am become asshole, destroyer of dreams. Myself in her eyes. Redemption. Phew. For a short chick, she sure delivers a mean ass kicking. 
That's not saying much when considering your ass. Now go get the night cruiser. Uh, okay. We going back to the commissioner's office? No, Bubo. We'll be returning home to the mansion. Huh? Damn it, Bubo. I do the thinking. Now go get that damn car. Later, at stately Richmond Manor, home of Lyle Richmond, who is, in reality, night-night. Oh, hell no. You can't be serious. I'm seriously serious, Medley. I intend to reform her of her evil ways. Must crime-fighting be all punching gunfire and explosions? I say no. I shall train her in the ways of goodness, and then one day she may even join me in my superhero cause. Until then, you are to consider her lady of the house. Oh, man. I knew you were stupid. I mean, just look at you. But worst of all is your taste in women. First it was that no-good backstabbing hole of a wife. Then after finally you got over her, what do you do? You snatch yourself a thieving bitch with a mile-long criminal record. But I know there's no arguing with that thick-ass skull of yours. So here, this is for you. What's this? Well, it's something you're gonna need. A box of rubbers. Some of them's even ribbed for her tickling. Good Lord! How dare you make such an assumptive affront to her womanhood? Well, I tried. Don't come crying to me when you was pissing razor blade. Gee, night, night. We got tons of guest rooms. How can we put her in your bedroom? Um, uh, uh, never mind, Rubo. I've got a very important job for you to do. And soon, Night-Night leads Bubo to the main living room where he keeps his owl, Wily, in a birdcage. Now make sure you get every drop of Wily Owl's poop, Bubo. If you screw this up, get Smedley to help, for I will be busy in my noble efforts to reform the flying pig. Huh. What does champagne have to do with reform? Shut up! Get your bird brain out of the gutter! and get busy cleaning up that filthy bird chip. And then Night-Night walks down the hall towards his bedroom, where he intends to find the object of his desires, the flying pig. About damn time. Almost started to start without you. But, you know, I'm still sore from our little rumble, and, oh, I just ache all over. So what do you say, Nighty-Night? Why don't you come over here and give this sore body a good rub down? I mean, can Night Night escape the flying pig's erotic entrapment? One hint: the worst is yet to come. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to tune in to earlier uh, Mr. Nelson shows to find out what became of Night Night. So anyway, before I go. Uh, uh, let me explain the uh, secret identities of Night Night and Bubo. Uh, they're half brothers, but uh, that's just something I threw in there. Uh, most people do uh, gay jokes about Batman and Robin, but since that's already been done and, and tired, I decided not to do that with these guys. Uh, and since they're brothers, uh, you. Uh, so uh, the names uh, of Lyle Richman and uh, Dick Sprung. Uh, Lyle Richman is a play on the name Kyle Richman, which was a name used in a Marvel Comics ripoff character of Batman, and uh, his name was Kyle Richman in that in that uh, 
those group of characters that they did. They did a whole bunch of characters back in the '60s to, to deliberately do like a spoof of uh, the Justice League, so they'd had this char- these uh, this team of superhero people that uh, the Avengers could fight, and of course they would win, showing that Marvel was better than uh, the DC Comics people. And uh, so instead of Batman, they had a guy called Nighthawk. And his real name was uh, Kyle Richman. So I changed it to Lyle Richman. Because <laughs> so, he's rich. Uh, for his uh, sidekick, uh, you just can't beat the name Dick. <laughs> uh, poor Dick Grayson got that name at a time when Dick didn't mean what it means today. In fact, back then, I think it meant uh, private detective, because there's a lot of old uh, radio stories that listen to him. Uh, what we need now is to hire a dick. <laughs> well, they didn't know what was coming. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the 50s and probably the early part of the 60s or something, anyway, the, the, the popular artist drawing the Batman comics at the time was a man named Dick Sprang. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so I took the name Sprang and just made it Sprung, and so Dick Sprung was the secret name of Lyle Richman's half brother, who is in reality Bubo, and Bubo is the name of a, uh, a, the pet owl of the goddess Athena. And the owl theme for Night Night and Bubo is that uh, I wanted it to be some sort of bird that was the inspiration for the character, because in the Batman stories, a bat flies through the window, and that would. Uh, inspire him to be Batman, and so in my Batman spoofs, the bat flew over him and shit on his head. So uh, I would need a bird to do that here, and so I decided to be an owl, and in the case of Night Night, since I couldn't call him Owl Man and all that, because that was taken too, uh, I decided he just he uh, came up with his epiphany to become Night Night, because he was knighted by a bird of the night, and so there you go. And we'll cover that in future episodes of Night Night as well. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this little look back and a little uh, analysis of Night Night. <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll see you again in another episode of Mr. Nelson's show with future episodes of Night Night. So speaking of the night, good night, everybody. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you?